Welcome to Be a Friend. My name is Brian, and this is my podcast about friendship and faith as a young adult. As my therapist friend, or my therapist, says, if you want to make a friend, you have to be a friend. So let's talk about being a good friend in your 20s and 30s. I mentioned to a friend that I was creating a podcast, and he replied, oh good, just what the world needs, another guy with a podcast. I was a little insulted, but it raises a good point. Why make a podcast? There are already over 4 million podcasts. Why do I want to make one? Well, I'm making this podcast for a few reasons. The main one is it sounds fun. I had the idea to make a podcast about faith and friendship, and I got excited about it. And I believe that if you have an idea you get excited about, it's worth pursuing. And so why make a podcast specifically about friendship and faith for young adults? Well, I'm 31, so I am a young adult. And I had this thought recently. If someone came up to me and asked me to give a TED Talk on something, what would it be about? I think two of the things that the world needs more of right now is people getting along and faith in Jesus. So this podcast is going to live around the intersection of faith and friendship. For the first episode of Be a Friend, I sat down with my friend Noon. We've known each other for about seven years, starting with when we were both leaders for the Christian organization called Young Life. For the last couple years, though, he's been living down in Los Angeles, pursuing his passion for making music. And he came up to visit San Jose recently, so we had fun making some silly videos for TikTok and Instagram and recorded this podcast. It was the first podcast that I have recorded, so there's a little bit of a problem with my microphone. That's why it is so much quieter than Noon's. So without further ado, here is my conversation with my friend Noon. Well, this is exciting. This is. Uh, It's great to be here, and uh, well, we're great friends, so I think we'll have a good time, you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. One of the questions I was going to ask you, I thought, why not? Why not get right into it? We don't have a time limit on this episode. Uh, I've been wondering, actually, Noon, about about us, about you, and how you would answer this. Uh, why do you think we're friends? We're we're similar in some ways, and we're pretty different in other ways. You are a musician living down in Los Angeles. Opening Sorry. A very loud while you're talking, <laughs> while you're talking, while I'm talking, wow. <laughs> that was so rude. I apologize. So rude. Um, yeah, you're in a spot. You're a musician living down in Los Angeles. I am uh, about to be unemployed, living in the Bay Area. Um, it's fun to think of myself as an unemployed man. Just kidding. It's terrifying. Um, yeah. So noon. Why? Why do you think we're friends? I don't know. I mean, I feel like friendship is always based on shared experience. So. I mean, that's what really bonds people together is, is shared experience. So I feel like we did some interest, had some interesting times together. We used, when we used to volunteer with Young Life and, uh, well, I guess you were on staff. I was a volunteer and, yeah, um, a clear hierarchy. In <laughs> right. Yeah. Not to me, but maybe to you. <laughs> it was my job to be your friend. Time, so. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we took kid. we went to. Uh, camp with kids and things like that so I feel like our friendship is was built on that and then we've done it we've done a good job of maintaining some type of communication over the years because now we've been friends for probably what going on seven years have you heard it said that if you have a relationship with somebody for seven years a friendship 
with somebody for seven years, then that friendship will last a lifetime. Oh, yeah. Did you have you heard that? No, I haven't heard that, but I yeah. really like it. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you have many friendships that have made it to the seven year mark? Yes. Who are they? Who are those seven year friends? Well, I came from a really big family. So I, there was 30 first, over 30 first cousins on my dad's side. And so I think um, I have friendships with cousins from childhood that have been, you know, it starts with family. I think friendship always starts with family to me. And, uh, and then I have like various friendships from high school and middle school and college and and then after college in the last i guess going on seven years and that i've that i've kept up with you know like one or two from each stage i would say the the, the main question of the show uh is how have you recently seized the opportunity to be a good friend you know i was working this last eight days with a lot of different people that i hadn't met before and what I tried to do, which I haven't always done, was I tried to show up and be the best version of myself and to lift, try to lift other, other people's spirits by being, showing up and not like, I mean, a lot of times when people travel, it's very easy to like, oh, I guess I'll just drink at night and whatever, and then end up feeling crappy the next day, feeling bad the next day. And so I really just tried to be like on top of my game the whole time and be and treat everybody well. And um, I feel like I made a lot of good friendships just in a in eight day span based off of really just seeking to, I guess, be the, the best version of myself and to be kind and generous with people. So I, I feel mm. like I made about, you know, about 10 new friendships and fostered ones that were more like acquaintances before. So... Okay. I feel really proud of that. Nice. Way to go. Yeah. So you're saying that uh, the way you've been a good friend is by being the best version of yourself when you're around those people. Yeah, because I think being um, sober-minded and um, attentive and humble are really the qualities of a good friend. You know, And I think it starts with humility. And so... That was something that was on my mind a lot is just being like, okay, if people want to tell me what I did wrong or something, then I'm, I'm going to listen to them. And I'm going to, even if I'm like, I don't care what they think initially, I'm going to listen to them and try to take it to heart and, and learn something from it. Hmm. So I felt like I was trying to be a good friend just in general, not to one specific person. And I feel good about it. Like I said, nice. So when I was talking about making this podcast with some friends, uh, the conversation of what niche will this podcast fit into? Um, who is our who's our target audience? Who will listen and why? Because um, the more they say, the more specific you get, the better. And so one of the niches we're trying to go for is young adults who are making friends. That's kind of our target audience and. When you're in high school, when you're in when you're in grade school, it's very easy to make friends. Like friendships are built in to your day, um, but as we get older, friendships are just not ingrained in us. Like you could have gone about the last eight days and probably not made any friends. Um, so, do you have any uh, tips and tricks that you use in the last eight days to make friends with the roughly ten people or so? 
I think, like I said before, I think it really, it really starts with being a good friend to people really starts with humility. Um, you know, and sometimes humility is knowing these are my strengths. Like humility doesn't have to be to me. It doesn't have to be like, Oh, I'm ashamed of myself or anything like that. Humility is more powerful because it's more like, um, I understand what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And Mm -hmm. I understand what this person is good at and what they're not good at. And I'm willing to listen to them and try to learn from them um, in order to, I try to learn from them and to, to help areas I'm not as, as strong in. And so I feel that's what I think really is the best trait to have in terms of being a good friend to people and to make friends, I think is humility. Nice. I never have thought about humility as a means to friendship before. Me neither. What <laughs> <laughs> came out of your mouth right now? Um, well, do you have any like stories? Like, who name a couple friends that you made uh, this week in the last eight days? You said from did you say what what you were doing recently up here? No, I purposely left that out. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't actually want any of those people to know about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe oh, you're, you're a mysterious man. man. <laughs> um, is there any stories you could tell about people you did make friends with? I ran into an old friend of my dad's, actually both of my parents, and he was a friend of them, of both of theirs when they were in college together. And then he had been going through some difficulties with his marriage years down the road. So this was fast forward from college for them. I think they graduated in the, in 88 or something like that. I know. That was me trying to make a whistling sound. I know. <laughs> you could see uh, the whistle sound being attempted to be made, but you couldn't actually hear it. It was more of a, <laughs> we'll find out in <laughs> post. If that That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> or softer. Cause it's a podcast. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> This is a gentle friends po- friendship podcast. Gentle. We're friends. coming to you live from New York City. It's twelve in the morning. This is a jazz podcast. We're playing, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I thought you were about to do some like ASMR and do like your fingers twiddling all over the microphone. What is ASMR? I don't know what it stands for, but it's basically like people make sounds and it's soothing. <gasps> oh. Yes, yes. I should get a job doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear you. Know what's that? funny about that is like nobody has a job doing that. You know? <laughs> Some people have people. YouTube channels. Yeah, YouTube channels. <laughs> yeah. And like, I guess they would make money off of selling ads on their YouTube channels or YouTube does that for them. Yeah, but it's still not really. It, yeah, anyways. So what was it? The, what was the last thing? <laughs> you were talking about your dad's friend and his marriage. Yeah, sorry. Um, I forgive you. So, anyways, basically, yeah, they graduated in something like '88 or something like that. So years down the road, when I was a kid, I was maybe, maybe five, no, maybe seven years old or something like that, and my older brother was nine, and um, so then he my dad's friend he had been going through some difficulties with his marriage or something like that i don't i didn't really know what what the situation was cuz i was too young but he came and stayed with us and he was a good friend to 
me and I, I know to my brother too. And um, then I guess I, I don't really know what the situation is now between him and my parents, but all I know is from my parents' side, they, uh, apparently they th they say that he doesn't want to talk to them or something. So anyways, I'm in this meeting, uh, this meeting room, and I see him and I just told myself, I was like, okay, you can act weird because like that for some reason is a knee jerk reaction. I think that some people have is like to act awkward with people or something when somebody else has told them something about them. Oh, did you hear about Jennifer? She did that thing the other weekend. And then you see Jennifer and all of a sudden you're like, I don't know about her. Yeah, you know? that happened to me in high school when I found out Shireen had a crush on me my junior year. I got super awkward henceforth with Shireen. Every time I saw her, I was just like, I don't know how, I, and I didn't like her. It wasn't like I was in love with her and didn't know how to talk. I just didn't know how to talk and not, I don't know, not flirt with her. Huh. Shireen, she sounds great though. I think she was. It's been a long time. I haven't talked to her in, wow, 14 years. Hmm. That's probably for the best. Oh, she's missing out on a great conversation list, I think. <laughs> anyway, so you were getting weird. So, no, I mean, I thought to myself, I could, I, maybe I shouldn't go say up and say hello or something like that. And then I, and then I thought to myself, no, just because my, even though I trust my parents, just because they said this thing about this person, I'm going to be like, screw that. I'm just going to be, pretend like I never heard anything negative or anything weird or not that they said anything negative they just, like I said but I, I just thought to myself I'm just gonna be so happy to see this person because I truly am and uh, I feel really like we got a lot of chances to interact over the last eight days and had some great interactions and uh, he taught me some stuff and it brought me back to learning about water polo from him when I was a little boy so he taught me some things and um, it was just uh, it was a cool experience nice yeah that's really cool anyway uh, i was going to ask you i have found this phenomenon maybe it's not a phenomenon maybe it's just something about me i am terrible at being a friend to people significantly older than me like my parents <laughs> aged um actually that's not 100 percent true uh shout out glenn and shout out big mac and uh marlin uh you're the boys of saratoga prez what's up boys deuces to the boys deuces to the boys um, that's the sec. That was the second option for the name of this podcast was "Deuces for the Boys." <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> and in the podcast, you're recording while both people are pooping side by side. Deuces, Deuces for, for the, the Boys. boys. <laughs> the title of this episode will be "Deuces for the Boys." Back to the, the boys that we're throwing deuces for. I don't think I used that phrase right, um, but. How are you at being friends with people your parents age? Hmm. I feel like I'm learning. That's my answer. I'm learning about it. I'm learning how to how to manage that. But I think that it's probably always a something that you learn because you're always trying. I'm, I feel like I'm always trying to relearn. Okay, now where do I fit in into society? Now where is my place? And what 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 where is my place in any type of community that I'm in? whether it's like your family or otherwise. And so I think that that's always something that you have to kind of rediscover as you change. 
And so I feel like I'm always kind of learning about how to be a friend to somebody who's older than me. But I, to tell you the truth, though, up until recently, I kind of always shied away from it. Like, uh, they smell weird. They, their skin is wrinkly. They're kind of annoying because they like want to tell me things that I don't really want to hear right now. And, you know, they move slowly. I move fast. Are you talking about physically moving slowly? Yeah. Because they're old? Yeah. And you're I like and to spry. move. I like to I'm very spry. So spry. Uh, very young, very spry. Um. Yeah. If someone said, hey, five adjectives to use to describe your friend Noon, um, which ones would they be? Spry would be up there. Um, creative. Friendly. I Those were really kind things, though. Kind things. Well, I'll say I, some I things. Say the, I didn't say the unkind ones that oh. were the fourth and fifth words I was going to say. I'll say some things about you now, Brian. Yeah, why not? This is great. I love this. The five things. What What was your? How did you categorize uh, five, it? I was going to say five adjectives to describe you or. Oh, how? You... Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Friendly and creative. I think the, those are two of the things that we do have in common that I really, that I think that that's part of the reason why we're, we are good friends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, two or two, the first two come very quickly. <laughs> it's the next three that are hard. And now I feel bad if you're going for the full five and I only gave you like three. I'm okay, gonna, I would oh, say I'll come up with two more. Cleanly. <laughs> <laughs> Cleanly. Who doesn't want to be described as cleanly as their top five adjectives? Blendly. Blendly. <laughs> what rhymes with cleanly? Blendly. Blendly. Friendly. Friendly. All right. Well, when we we're gonna take a short break for an advertisement, and when we get back, I have a couple more questions for you. And I have some questions for you, Brian. Wow. Today's episode is brought to you by your local improv classes. This ad is going to be improvised. These improv classes are called Dance With Yourself, a beautiful exploration of touching your innermost being. I love these improv classes. I feel so in touch with my innermost being. And scene. And you should, that's why you should take improv classes, because we haven't. <laughs> I am back in the studio, a.k.a. my parents' living room, with uh, my good friend Noon. Um, Noon, I had a question for you. I've, I've been hearing about um, your music. I've, I've gotten to hear a couple sneak peeks of a couple songs. Um what can you tell me about uh, the music going to be released soon? Yeah, so I've been working the last um, about seven, eight months with a new producer who has become a great friend of mine, and we've built a really good um, studio relationship slash dynamic uh, between the two of us, producing together and writing together. And um, so I'm coming out with an EP that's really a reintroduction of myself musically as a music artist and and more of the a different type of a sound that i'm uh moving into and it's going to be called the man called noon ep and it will be out um it will be out in august 
and that's that's coming up it will it is coming up it will not be early august it will be late august with a date that is to be announced um and uh, i'm really excited about the musical direction and uh been working really hard at the music and hope to bring some some light to people's days maybe maybe it's just three minutes of your time and and uh you forgot about your tr the troubles of your of your daily life and you forgot about your nine to five maybe or your wife and kids that you're sick of or um anything or like husband. that or husband that you just can't stand um so i mean truly i'm i'm hoping to I'm been striving to make the best art that i can and daily grinding at it to hopefully be able to help people enjoy their life a little bit more i think is is what i'm i'm hoping to do and help people really to see the good and uh, more of the good in things and and to open themselves up to new experiences and um and to like i said really just um be themselves and and enjoy the the every day and every breath that you get so that's that's my hope with the music and um, looking forward to people being able to listen to it, and I hope that hope that the fans like it. Um, I was going to ask you. Some people have tips and tricks on ways to um, break the ice with a with someone they would like to become a friend with. Like, let's say we were to see each other at a brewery or somewhere. Do you have any tips and tricks for starting a conversation with someone? With the with, with, with the stranger. With the intent of being friends with them? Yeah. Hmm. I don't really believe in that, actually. What I believe in is organic friendship. I believe in, in diversifying your personal interests by learning new skills and hobbies and pursuing them and then making friendships along the way by being a team player. Because you're always going to encounter more people in life. I, I and I, you know, like the strongest relationships are always like your work, um, your coworkers, your wife, your whatever, and so whoever you're seeing every day. So I feel like you should, if you want to make friends, I think you should diversify your hobbies and learn, pick up a new skill go take karate, go, go, um, take singing lessons, go become, um, um, a local at a dive bar. I mean, I'm not saying that like being a local at a dive bar is necessarily a good thing, but I'm just using that as an example to say, like, you know, pick up a new skill, pick up, learn a new thing that is a social activity. And you'll be surprised, and then be open to friendship, and you'll be surprised at the type of at the relationships that blossom. Back to my hypothetical situation. Let's say you are a local at a dive bar. Okay. That was an interesting insight. Thank you for that. Um, appreciate it. But let's say you are you do uh, find fr friendship and meaning by being a local at a dive bar. Um, what would it take for you to try to befriend the person sitting next to you at the bar? And if so, how would you go about that? Would you talk to a stranger? That's a great name for an album, Brian. Would You're welcome. You... I just gave that to you right now. <laughs> so how would I approach somebody? Let's say if I was a local at a dive bar, how would I approach somebody? Yeah, or do you have any like tried and true 
things to do. Uh, for example, let me tell, I'll give you a little sneak peek. I have found um, specifically Halloween, I believe it was 2018, uh, I was a fat chef. Um, that was my costume, was a fat chef. It was ambiguous. Um, and people would ask me, hey, hey, guy, well, are, are you, you the, the chef, chef from Ratatouille? Ratatouille? Or are, are you, you the, the chef, chef from The Muppets? Or are you the chef from Chef Boyardee? And uh, to every single person, I would say, my man, you were the first person to get that right. And they would feel so special. And we would have that little connection. I don't, I haven't talked to any of those people since. But it did was a great way to break the ice and made small talk in the moment. Especially the phrase, my man, as pronounced as Denzel Washington would say it. it I mean, I like, class. I like your story. Like, um, those people saw something interesting in you that they wanted to comment on, but they felt compelled to comment on it. If you feel compelled to make a friend, look for something that you find interesting in somebody or any relationship, you know, like getting into trying to find romantic love or something. I think um, a good way to catch the, somebody's attention would be to pay them a compliment. I think that's a nice way to, to start a conversation. Can it be viewed as flattery sometimes? Technically, yes, but I believe in like... I believe in flattery for the sake of friendship. <laughs> flattery for the sake of friendship. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you some questions? Yes, you can. Because I feel like we haven't talked about you enough, Brian. Okay, yeah, ask away, Noon. Okay. I would like to keep talking and talk about you. So, Brian, I'm very excited that you've invited me to come onto your podcast. So... I'm also very excited because you're getting married. That I am. For the first time ever. Hopefully the last, but definitely the first. That's a beautiful thing. And, you know, there was a time when I knew you and you had, you were just down and out. You know, you had no options. Nobody liked you. You were weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You smelled <laughs> No, you I'm joking. Uh, you dressed like your mother dressed you. So you're getting... I'll cut myself off for a moment. You're getting married. We'll come back to the timeline. So you get you're supposed to be getting married in September. Two months from yesterday. September, right? Yes. Okay. And that's very exciting. And you met her how long ago? I met her Christmas twenty eighteen. Hmm. What do you feel like you've learned about friendship through this relationship, through your relationship with your bride-to-be? What do you feel like you've learned about being a good friend to somebody? Wow. Um, that's a great question, Noon. Uh, she is really good at having best friends. I am really good at having a lot of friends. And so I've learned just from observing her that she has... The friends that she has, she's had since middle school and elementary school. Um, and they are her fierce friends. Whereas um, I have I have friends that I've known for seven to seven plus years. Um, but most of the people I hang out with on a regular basis, I've met in the last two years. Hmm. And so I really admire how she is so loyal to her friends. Hmm. That's great. 
can you tell me you guys are Christian, right? That is that is correct. Okay. And what does that mean to you? Um, that means that we both um, believe that Jesus is the Son of God, um, and we believe... <clears throat> Uh, well, I guess we should start off. We believe God is real, and we, we can know God through a relationship with Jesus. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the basics. Can you tell me what that means for two two young people being Christian and uh, and planning to be married and getting and being engaged to be married and planning for your marriage and your married life? What does being Christian mean to that relationship? And like, how does it? Um, you know, what, it, what, what are the tangible, what are the tangible traits of the relationship that are because of your Christianity? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say at the bare minimum, it involves, or at the basic building block of that involves praying for each other. Um, hmm. I try every day to pray for Krizia and I'm, I'm fairly confident that she also, she probably prays more for me um, than I do for her just knowing her. Hmm. Um, it's not a slam on myself it's a praise of a praise of her um and so a lot of it is like wishing the best for her from god um as well as asking god like god how can i love krizia the best that i can today um and so um sometimes i i think i i hear what god would say to me in that situation um sometimes not i think it's a very um, tricky thing when you claim to always hear the voice of God, but I think that we do hear from God in some ways or that God leads us to do different things and gives us the idea. Let's say I pray for God, like, how should I love Krizia today? And maybe the idea of like, oh, I could buy her flowers today comes to mind. And maybe maybe that's from God. Maybe that's the voice in the back of my head, but or it's is probably that... still a good idea to buy her some flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, our, the way our faith interacts with uh, our relationship the basics is we pray for each other. We've been trying to find a church to go to together that we both like, which has been challenging, but we think we've settled on one um, in San Jose. Uh, we have not been living with each other, which is something that is surprising to some people. Um, we... <gasps> not living together, not sleeping together, Brian? Nope. nope. Um, and so it's, uh, it's I... funny how curious people get when I say that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, that's kind of our business, so we'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah. it has been fun because we have still gotten to have, like, good roommate relationships and good friendships. And so, like, we're preparing ourselves for marriage and living together. Um, it's kind of nice having a, uh, a warm-up stage, I guess, to being married of, like, learning about what it'll be like to live together instead of just plunging into it. Hmm. At least that's how I see it. That's cool. I like that. And I mean, it is really cool. I like what you said about like having roommates too. And I think like I'm in a committed relationship myself, which I'm very excited about and uh, has been a great blessing to my life. And um, I would say I've noticed similar kind of things where you go, oh man, like the, the fact that we're not together 100% of the time, it can be hard like let's say for you guys maybe i'm sure you would love to be together all of the time because you love each other yeah but like the fact that you're choosing to be separated and to wait um until 
getting married to share a home, I think can be really powerful because, uh, and, and you can also see how you're able, how your relationship blesses other people that you're around in your life, just because you aren't necessarily right together. You know, like if you guys were living together, you probably aren't going to have those extra people, certain extra people around you. You're not going to be having other roommates that you're able to interact with and, and hopefully um, leave an impact on. So I think that's cool that you said it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I like what you said about um, being a blessing to others. That is also like a goal of our relationships. I'm sure it is with yours of like um, the idea of being blessed to be a blessing. Um, and so that's another thing I'm excited about for marriage is seeing how um, our giving to the community around us uh, will grow and expand and versus how it's been trying to do it alone as a single person. Mm. Okay, so where can people find uh, this music that will be released at the end of August? Who knows when this podcast will actually be released? It may be after the end of August or maybe before, maybe mid-August. Yeah. Who's to say? There's a lot of dreaming left to be done on this podcast. And uh, let me also say, I know I just asked you a question and haven't let you answer it yet, but also let me say thank you so much for for being the first person I've interviewed for this podcast. This may not be the first episode that is put up on online, but you are the first person I'm interviewing. So uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, thank you so much, Noon, for, for being on the podcast. Brian, it is my pleasure. As always, we are great friends, and I love to hang out with you and chat with you. So, I mean, I'm, it's, a, it's an honor to be here, truly. Yeah. I'm just stoked that, like, oh, my gosh, Noon came to town, and I get to see him during his busy schedule. Yep, yep. Busy, busy schedule. Busy guy. Busy man. That's how much you mean to me, Brian. Oh. What was the question I just started to ask? You asked me where I could find, people could find. I will just, I'll just, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I'll answer it anyways. Um, You could find me on Instagram at the man called noon as my Instagram handle. And I will be, uh, my artist name is noon, which you could find on all streaming platforms as well. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal. No, iTunes and Apple Music is the same thing. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Tidal, anything. SoundCloud, YouTube would be The Man Called Noon or just Noon on the streaming services. Um, my Twitter, you can find me at Noon Speaks. And... Yeah, Twitter's a good place to find me, though, actually. Yeah, I've heard good things about your Twitter presence. I do really like Twitter, actually. It's my favorite social media right now. So that's that. I would say it's it, it's getting more of my attention than any other um, platform for social media. Noon, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it, and I cannot wait for the end of August to hear your hear more of your music. Brian... It's been a pleasure as always, man. Always great catching up with you and hanging out. Yeah, awesome. Let's turn the podcast off now. Well, that was the first ever episode of Be a Friend. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Special thanks to Noon for being my first guest and also thanks to Tim Cassell, a.k.a. Timmy Tuba, for making the music you heard in this episode. If you would like to stay connected to what is happening with Be a Friend, Give the show a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also find the show on Instagram and TikTok at Be a Friend Pod and follow me at Mustache Brian. I can't wait for you all to hear the next episode of Be a Friend.